to coincide with a YouTube video that we're doing, um, where we play some board games, we decided to um play Clue or Cluedo uh, as the board game, and then um look out Clue the movie. And um, I hadn't seen this before, so I was looking forward to it for one main reason. And can you guess what that reason is? Tim Curry. Tim Curry, hundred <laughs> percent. I love Tim Curry. Um, and I'll say now, and there may be some disagreements on this film, but I'll say now, I love Tim Curry in this film. I, I um, yeah, I think he elevates this film to, um, yeah, a level which um, without him probably. You you wouldn't be anywhere near, um. But yeah, so I don't have a specific memory of it. I um, I watched the TV series. Anyone else watched the British TV series? Yeah. All I, I ever remember of it is um, Miss Scarlet was Jerry Hall for the that's last all... series. Oh, was it? That's that's all I ever remember. Mm. They change they changed the the actors and actresses every series. Oh, did they really? I thought she yeah. was like an ongoing. Person, all right. Here we go. Then let's have a look. Who was in that? Um, I know Richard Wilson was. Was he Reverend Reverend Green in one series? Yeah. Richard Wilson as of One Foot in the Grave. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, anyone got it up? I'm. I'm. I'm I'm getting it up. But it's um. I didn't realize it was like a. There's there's an American show about um. I saw the other the other day about it. I'm just trying to find that as well. No, um, it was a, an Australian version. Is it Austri- Oh, because because the one I've seen is t- 20, yeah, 2011. Six six very diff- different teenagers try to unravel the mystery behind a long line of clues and puzzles set out by a mysterious person. All right. So what do you want to know about? I've got a ge- I've got a game. Uh, uh, literally, who was in it? So there's clues. Joanna, Joanna Lumley was in there as well. Nicholas Parsons, Leslie Grantham. But yeah, there's quite quite a lot of famous people. Stephanie Beecham. Begins. Tom Parker. Begins, yeah, Jerry Hall. June Whitfield. Stephanie Beecham. Rula Lenska. There's two different versions, it seems. It seems to run from... 1990 to 1993 version as I've got you as well. It's hell of a cast, though, isn't it? If you think about it. Yeah. It, well, if you if you if you take take all of them, you got I think nineteen ninety Christmas special is the is the one to get. You got Derek Nimmo out of um one of our dinosaurs is missing. Ian <laughs> Lavender, Pri- Private Pike. Don't tell me your name, Pike. Yeah. Um, Toya Wilcox and Joan Sims. Yeah. It's um no, no it's I I have a vivid memory of it. I can't remember the premise. So was it like a board? Was it like a, a game show? Yeah. So you had a panel, and they had to like the game, decipher who had committed ah. the murder and how. 
you, you I, think, I think they won money based on if they guessed correctly. Did, didn't they show video clips as well during this? During obviously the the game. Ah, uh, right. Game so there. the video clips were of the famous people we've just mentioned, giving certain clues to who may have done what. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh we should. Uh, yeah, maybe we should go back and watch an episode then. But um, anyway, that's my specific memories of of it. Then the fact that I have no memories of the film, just the TV series. Ev, what about you? Um. Yeah, I I probably watched this when when I was in when I was in primary school around about the time of the of of the the UK show. Um, I'm I love murder mystery things. I'm I'm like I say that I'm a proper nerd. Like, huh, oh, murder mystery. You are um, nerd anyway. You work in IT. Oh, no, yeah. Um, but no, I I just I, I love all that and like things like um, uh, like an inspector calls. I don't know if you've I don't know if you both have seen anything any. any any films or plays about that story? Don't sh- don't don't laugh, Frog. <laughs> I, I I will oh. admit, in in my younger years, I uh, had been known to sit down and watch like um, an Agatha Christie type. Um, oh, I TV love Poirot. Yeah, Poirot. Um, what's, Poirot what's Marple? David Suchet is Poirot is the ultimate detective for me. See, so 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 there you go. Can't you? Can't, oh, the problem not... I no the the reason I was laughing Ev, is because you started listing shows that my mother loves. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's got good taste. <laughs> but um, no, I I just I've I've always loved like murder mystery type things and like the the like the whole story around around Cluedo and Clue are right up my alley. So, yeah. so would you have um would you have loved like an Inspector Morse back in the day? No, I did like Spender though. <laughs> Only because Jimmy nails in it. <laughs> and you, you love what, a bit what of was Jimmy. the other one you said the other day? Yeah, Love Joy. Was it Love Joy? Yeah, you mentioned Love Joy as well in the group chat. Oh, Berger. No, no, I, did, I, I never used to watch Love Joy. Bergerac, um, I used to love. I wouldn't say I love that. Maybe that's a little bit strong, but my this is sort of the problem is the type of um, TV series my mum would watch. So yeah. when you've only got one TV in the house, um, or like me, I probably had a TV in my room, maybe in my teens, but it would have had a, sh- a shitty aerial, which you know, couldn't pick anything up on. Also, there was only three or four channels, so mm-hmm. oh, yeah, limited oh, viewing, wasn't it? Uh, Columbo was a uh, Columbo was all right. Oh, well, Columbo used to depress the shit out of me. Well, if we're talking about murder mysteries, the big one for me, and unfortunately she passed away this week, was um, Murder She Wrote. Oh, God bless. Yeah, God Angela bless. Lansbury. Taylor's oldest time, but yeah, yeah. My my third gran, as I as I said in the group chat, <laughs> <laughs> she looked like my gran as well. It's unbelievable. Mrs. Uh, Potts, isn't it? Mrs. Potts. Yeah. What about you, Emprog? Uh, so I think I'm in a similar vein to Ev in terms of watching this around the same time I got into the board game and also watching the TV show. So I think I, I, it might have been... I wouldn't mind betting, see, that when the TV show came out, the it was on ITV, I think, wasn't it? Channel 3. I got no. a funny feeling, yeah. It was Richard Madeley, and he's always been like an ITV presenter. Yeah, it was... It was about seven thirty prime time viewing on a Tuesday, is it? Ah, uh, see, I reckon. Yeah, mm. actually, yes, yeah, because if you think about it back then, East Coronation Enders Street would have been on. 
Yeah, EastEnders was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Coronation Street was Monday, Wednesday. So you would have had Emmerdale and then straight into this. But I got a funny feeling. It might have been later than half seven, Ev. I reckon it might have been eight o'clock. But that's I think it's an eight time. o'clock show. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't know. Can we, then... can, we, can we find out? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after this podcast or someone can do it in the, in the background. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna courses. say. I was what I was leading to though is that I was gonna say. I think I watched this because I wouldn't have mind betting that ITV would have got the film to play simultaneously while having the show running because this film was released in eighty five. If the TV show is going between ninety and ninety four, ITV must have put that film on at some point during those four years. And I, I'm pretty sure that's when I watched it. Because I know for sure when we said about watching this, I know I'd watched it once before. To me, I think this this feels like like a BBC film. You know how I think I said before that that certain films, like the, the look of them would be would be shown on like ITV of Channel 4, whereas, whereas others would be like a BBC one or two. I I just get the feeling this would be on this would be a BBC film. I could be wrong. Uh, for, for me, it's 100% got Hallmark written over it, that type of film. And you know when they do like a Hallmark um, film, but you can clearly see that it's done on a set rather than you know any sort of location filming or anything. I'm going to go even worse than that, and I'm going to say it's uh, one that I would expect on 24-hour movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get that feeling. <laughs> to, to, to me, right? It does one of two things. It's that type of low budget esque TV movie, but it's got a feel of Adam's Family about it. Adam's Family slash Munsters. I, I I don't know what it was, but I was watching it, and I was maybe it's like maybe it's the setting of it in that like grand house or something. But I I just had a feeling the the certain the certain style of comedy as well. Because the comedy in there, because it is billed as a, a comedy murder mystery type film, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this com- is absolutely a comedy. I don't care what, what you say. We all know who nominated this film. It's Ev. Because <laughs> this is his type of comedy. We all know who to point the finger of blame. But it's not a laugh out loud <laughs> comedy is what I'm saying. You're yeah, right, yeah. Brett. It's not. There <laughs> <laughs> well. I, we'll come to on to it in a minute. But they were... Part of it, I um, I had a little chuckle on. So, <laughs> do you know this was the first ever uh, movie to be based on a board game? Okay. I did. I, I right. did try and think back. I was like, surely there's something else out there. But yeah, was suppose the last was... film as well. Well, you've got. Well, let's have a little think about this. You've got. Well, bat- I, I, well, I'm, I'm saying I can't. Battle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. With, is it, oh. Was it Rihanna? Yeah. But that. Yeah. Pardon the pun, but that sunk. Yeah, yeah. It was... <laughs> I, I, I'd rather watch Clue over Battleships, yeah. that's for sure. I um, don't know about that, because I haven't seen Battleship, so I think I'd no, rather watch no. Battleship. Didn't that have Liam Neeson in as well? Yeah. Oh, oh. That's oh, a reason to watch it, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Jumanji, um, although that's not a real game. Um... And that's as much as <laughs> you can't include well, that. Yeah. He's he's gonna he's gonna bring out Super Mario Brothers with Bob Hoskins in a minute. <laughs> that's our board game. Um, Ouija. Wow. I I just surprised more people hadn't sort of jumped on some of this 
bandwagon. Hang on, no. Is a Ouija board a board game? It's a board. Whether you play a game on it, I don't know. <laughs> um, Dungeons and Dragons, obviously. That's uh, not, they have, oh, have they made an actual film of it? Yeah, yeah, with um, Jeremy Irons. Is it Jeremy Irons? I, I don't know. I've never seen a oh. film of I I want to say around... I remember the TV th- show. There was a... T- um, yeah, very. It, this was more based on the game. But there's a new Dungeons & Dragons coming out, isn't it? This year or next year. Chris Pine, isn't it? Chris Pine, yeah. Um, wait, I've got a list. I've just found it. Um, there's loads of them are just weedy. They'll have to go a long way to beat the cartoon. Um, there's one called Under the Boardwalk, the Monopoly story. Although that doesn't sound like a movie, it sounds like more like a docu film. Yeah, they're all sort of docu films. Um, yeah. How, how would you, how would you make how do you make a like a a film about Monopoly? Just like a guy with a tash walking around. I'd make it about property investors. Yeah, and maybe sort of like... I'd make it like a social network type film. And how, you know, the rich get richer. Yeah, and they're all out to one-up each other. Or, here's the thing, you could make it... it's It's like a Gangs of London type of thing. Yeah. Or, or like, hold on, like the running man, if they have like a, if they have like a specific sort of, you know, 100 square foot board, as it were, and people have to go around and buy houses and stuff. As we said when we did the running man, that, that <laughs> I've always wanted to play the board game that they have in that damn um, show. Uh, come on, let's move on then to favourite aspect. I'm going to start with Prog because I'm... I, I got a funny feeling he's going to struggle a bit here, but I've got. A I'm, I'm just saying, Tim Curry. Yeah, he, he, I think he's good in it. But I, mean, I was trying to think the other day: is there many films that, or many performances, he sort of doesn't give his all in anyway? No, there's um, not. He may be in a bad movie. He is, but 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 no, no. In in general, now I'm saying if he is in a bad movie, it may be bad, but he's yeah. normally good. Well, I think we can all agree that Home Alone 2 isn't the best movie, is it? Yeah, but it's not not, not a great movie. No. He knocks knocks out a performance in that one. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the point. Yeah, he's he's good in it. And also, we've spoken about it before when we actually covered the film, but he's the reason you watch it. Hmm. Because he is by far the best thing in that. We need to do um, Legend. I have. Oh, uh, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. I, I must have seen it, but I can't remember it. But I, I'm telling you now, right? People forget that that's Tim Curry. Yeah. It's got, that's really iconic um, Satan as well, isn't it? Yeah. And also, seen... Scary Movie 2. Oh, yeah, he is in that. As the pervy professor. Uh... Oh, hold on. And you, and you forgetting um, Three Musketeers? Cardinal, oh, Cardinal Rousseau or whatever he is. You you've never seen it. You look you love the you love that song and you've never seen the film. Yeah. Oh my god. I I, I thought that I thought that you would have been all over that. No, and that's one of Andrew's uh... my massive nineties guilty pleasure, that is. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant film. <laughs> with the with the uh Brat Pack in it. Uh with um Chris O'Do- Chris O'Donnell? No. Chris was uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keith uh, Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, Olivia Platt. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. It's um, it's decent. It is decent. Um, I I reckon it gets slated massively if we watched it now. But if it's it's one of those films, if I came about it on a Saturday afternoon, I'd probably have to sit down and watch the whole film. We'll do a few birthdays, of it. Yeah. <laughs> lads night, lads night in. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'll start there. Well, I'll go on a couple of things for me. I love the plot, in the sense of they've taken the board game, they've taken all the aspects of the board game, and they've made it into a film. And the reason I like it, not because they necessarily did it amazingly, but I was like, oh, that's from the film. So, oh, that's from the the board game. Sorry, you know. So when Mister Body is giving everyone things, so he like gives a candlestick, and all of a sudden I'm like, like a child, that like say, oh my god, that's from the game, and that's from the game, and I found myself doing it, and so for that reason, I was thinking, oh, it's obviously having some sort of positive effect on me, um, and there's certain parts of the film where I do think the dialogue is quite good, or maybe the dialogue in how it's presented namely tim curry is good mm. is is decent as well um i think there's some some quite funny bits within the dialogue um specifically the um some of the mannerisms and again i'm talking probably about tim curry more than anyone um but yeah i, I won't say any more on on, on that because well, there's not much more to say on it um I don't think this is an amazing film. I'll say it now, but I did get quite a bit of enjoyment out of watching it. Yeah. Ev, what have you got? Uh, um, going going a lot from from what you you and Progo said. I I quite like the cast as a whole. That that if you think about it around that time, it's just like it's almost like a plethora of eighties sort of you know little comedy comedy films like like that. You got like you know Mike Michael McKean from. You know, Daryl, Spinal Tap, all that. Uh, Love Martin that you Mo- put Daryl before okay. Spinal Tap. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just, it's just because I watched it the other day. That's wait, wait, that's... Which one's Michael Keane? Sorry, he's he's Mr. Michael Green. McKean. He's Mr. Green. Yeah, he's the he's the supposed gay, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Martin Mo from um, Mr. Mom, and amongst other things. So he's the he's Professor Plum. No, Colonel Mustard. Colonel no, Mustard. Right. So, what else would I know him from? He's got that face where I was just like, I know him. He's, he's something in the back of my head that I, I, I it may be. And I I'm going to say something now that he's in that you might remember when you were a kid. He was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I was just about to say he is he is <laughs> the boyfriend of one of the aunts. Yeah, Sabrina. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that's exactly it. That is exactly what, you, where it's what you don't remember, Mister Mom, with Michael Keaton. Never seen it. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think I ever heard of Mister Mom until we started doing this podcast, and probably when we started talking about, I don't know, Batman when we did when we did that first of all. Yeah, that's probably me. I said it. Um, uh, obviously Christopher Lloyd playing the playing the lechy Professor Plum. Um, yeah, and it's it's. I just think I, I I quite like the like how they sort of play off each other, um, and obviously Tim Curry and his and his proper British poshness, especially when like when Miss when Mister Body comes in the first in the house and he's and he's saying oh you looking me in and he's like oh um and they they're going going back and forth he says oh can I have the key and then Tim Curry says oh over my dead body can I take your bag and it's just like. <laughs> 
little I, things, little things like that are quite. Like. Yeah, no, and again, I think it comes down to some of the performances as well, doesn't it? There, mm. definitely. Shall we move on to favorite scene? What have you got, Ev? Um, I like from from when Tim Curry explains the first time to the to the end of the film, just the explanation scenes at the end. How it how obviously it's it's going it's going faster and faster throughout the, throughout throughout him telling uh telling how people how the murderer killed everyone. It's almost like a like a Benny Hill skit, you know how everyone's running back and forward and stuff like that. It's, I, uh, I liked it. It got on my tits a little bit after a while, in the sense of I was like, oh, come on, but I I I, I was going to save this till the end, but I hated that section. Oh, my, we, we my, my guilt, my guilt levels throughout this podcast have just gone. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> so, no, don't be daft, man. This no, I just, I just feel bad. I want, I want you to enjoy it. That's all. Yeah, so, I well, I put you up your misery. I didn't, but um, I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I just, <laughs> I just got on my nerves that section. That was like fifteen to twenty minutes where I was like, I'd forgotten there was three endings. I remember there being talk of three endings, but I didn't remember all three of them being in the film. I, 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 remember, I, I and I, I thought they were only going to show one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So when I saw all three, I, I was just like, why can't they just pick one of them? Like, I don't blame them for filming three different endings. And then what would have been good is if you send different prints to different cinemas and they have different endings. Well, well they did do that. They, that, 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 that. That did happen, but then... When it came to the, re, you know, the release of it on VHS or whatever on DVD, they um they they've put all three in, but so when it was hang on a minute, so sorry about so when it was released in the cinema at the moment, it's ninety seven minutes with all three endings. So when it was released in the cinema, are you saying it was more like eighty five to ninety minutes? Yeah, yeah, had- no. So there was there were some people that came out of the cinema, who um, yeah, who, who were talking about different endings. So if you'd gone to the same cinema, you would have seen the same ending. But if you then spoke to someone, perhaps on in another city or on another part of the country, they mm. would have had a different ending. Right. Okay. Oh. So, so, yeah. And but for whatever reason, um, they um, I can't remember who it was. They regretted doing that. They they thought that they should have always had the three endings with that sort of in between. Yeah. But what really happened was, and then it's yeah. you know, the end when is um, Wadsworth or whatever his name is. So I don't understand that though. So you're saying that, you know, the title cards, what really happened? Yeah. Those were inserted when? When it was released on VHS? Or... On, on For home release. Right. Okay. That, that's what I've read anyway. So, yeah. But yeah, supposedly when it was in the cinema, they only had one ending. Oh. Okay. You are, it's, I, it's I, still I, pissed me off. This is my note. The Who Done It had several possible endings. During the initial theatrical run, different endings were sent to different theatres at random. When the movie came out on VHS, you could watch all three endings back to back. Okay. There was originally a fourth ending where Wadsworth was the murderer, but director Jonathan Lynch removed it because he felt it wasn't very good. But he was the murderer in the version I saw. Yeah, he. Everyone murdered one one person. Ah, right. Okay. Apart from apart from Mister Green. Yeah. 
One um one other scene I've I've, I've got to mention is the the scene of Wadsworth unmasking everyone. You know when they when they go into the when they go into the study and he he starts revealing all the details about people. I I, I quite like that just as like a exposition dump or whatever. Um, did, going back to your original scene, Nev, you know the um the the explanation. And then you got the three yeah. endings. I so that. When Tim Curry first started running around, I was mm. right. I got some enjoyment from it, but then I thought, "Oh, it's going on too long." And then I had that dread of, "Oh my god, are they going to do that for all three endings?" And like, <laughs> you're going to have like a 15 minute stretch where he's running <laughs> back and forth. So I was so glad at the very end where they um, where they, where they just um, cut it to the, those last bits. If you had to pick one of those endings as the only ending, which one would you have? The first one with Miss Scarlet's a killer. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the same. I, I quite. I tell you why I don't like the last ending, because there's something in the dialogue over the dinner scene where it's implied that a woman's going to be the killer in the film. Ah, uh, is it? Yeah, I can't remember the line exactly, but there was a bit of dialogue where it's like, okay, if you were watching an actual murder mystery, it was a bit of offhand dialogue that could sort of lead the viewer into thinking, okay, so the killer probably will be a woman, something like that. So the last the last ending doesn't make sense for the dialogue that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. Or... Cause, to me, right, this is the main problem I have with the film. I don't think it's a, a good murder mystery at all. I don't. There's no, For me, there's no intrigue. There's no suspense. Also, there's hardly anything to sort of, like, subconsciously or subliminally indicate who might be the killer to you. You are basically left until the ending where Tim Curry is running round. It's basically explaining the plot to you. And I think that there's two reasons for that. I think one, they've gone out for the this the supposed comedy element of it rather than a traditional murder mystery. And second, they've probably used the board game as too much of a reference. Yeah. In the board game, mm. you never know. There's no clues as such, is it? Other than you tick off who, yeah. who it isn't, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So um, I suppose, yeah. I suppose uh, if you if you're comparing like the like that that as a murder mystery story to say something like an, an Inspector Calls or even that Knives Out film, which I thought was that was brilliant in terms of the mm-hmm. in terms of how that how that gets you know laid out and whatever. Well, um, Knives Out is a perfect example of how to do this film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I so I've never seen Knives Out. If, Watch it, but could could oh, you could yeah. you sort of rebadge it as what? Cluedo? I, I I don't know the I don't know too much about the premise. Yeah, you can't. You, there's enough characters in there for you to kind of say it's a Cluedo esque film. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. basically this family in a in a a mansion, and the old man with the money has died. And this detective is brought in because they suspect foul play. And it's up to the detective to work out who's done it. And I, I'm going to say this now. I think Knives Out was one of the best films the year it came out. I really, really mm. enjoyed that film. I, I just wonder whether, yeah, you know, rather than having 
um Tim Curry's character as a butler. Could have just mm. been um a detective. I think you could have had you could have had that, but then I, I kind of understand the film trying to do something different because then is it just another Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Otherwise is it just a Poirot? Is it just a Clumbo? Is it just yeah, yeah. a I don't know. I, I don't mind the Tim Curry as Wadsworth thing. You know, that's that's not something that bothered me. Yeah. I tell you what bothered me. How come have, you, have you got any hang on a minute now? Have you got any favourite scenes? Me? Yeah, I, I quite like I'm gonna scene. say no, I haven't got a favourite scene. Ah, so if you want to carry on then. Uh, my favourite scene, only because I did laugh out loud a little bit on it. When they started making out with all the dead people. Right, okay. <laughs> Not, not again. Not particularly well written. It's not particularly well acted. No. But, but as as we talk about it being a comedy, I did give a little chuckle to myself. Right. Was it? Was it when he opened? He opened her eyes. <laughs> uh, who's the guy who played Mister Body? Is he? Is he? I I don't recognize him from anything. No. But um, I I don't know. I just. I just, Lee, Lee Ving, his name is. I, I just wonder. I just didn't think he was. I don't know. I was going to say well cast. Oh, he's, he's a he's a singer. I I would have played. I would have played that slightly differently. I think. Right. I think. So he he was in a couple of. He was. He's mainly in a band called Fear. But he did actually play a couple of roles in Flashdance, and Streets of Fire before Clue came out. But those are what he's mostly known for. Um, yeah, so I haven't got anything. Else. I I have got Tim Curry's explanation, as I've said, but my issue with that is that it, it did go on too long. Mm. Come on, then changes. What have you got? Oh, go on, Brian. It's supposed to be a comedy. I didn't laugh once. I I didn't enjoy it as a comedy. I I well, there were bits. I I. You know me, I'm not a barely laugh, laughed out guy, laugh out loud guy anyway. But yeah, I, uh, not, no, 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 far from it. Um, <laughs> but but I, I did find myself smiling throughout. That's so, fair. Um, it's a type of film, and I'm, I'm sort of going into so more, sort of recommend you, but um, it's a type of film. I've seen it, I got some enjoyment out of it. I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. For a for a long time, and it's funny. I spoke to my neighbours about this, Mark and Alex, and you you guys know Mark yeah. and Alex, and they love the theatre and they love sort of these type of movies. And Alex said to me, "You got to watch it again because you pick up on so many other things in the film in the film after seeing it the first you know after seeing it the first time." And I was just thinking to myself, "I I probably want you know I got some enjoyment out of it. I'll move on. Mm. I'll come back to it in twenty years time." Mm. If I'm still alive in twenty years' time, you won't. Yeah, what? Be, a, be what? alive or come back to it. I told you about those iron ma- those iron men have taken the toll on you. Well, hey, the um, kids are taking the toll on me. Don't they do any movement anymore? Uh, I I I got one major change. Okay, Mister Body. The dub on him, I thought, was really bad. Mm. There was a there was yeah. quite ish, bad issues with dubbing, I think, throughout the film. Anyway, um, I've, and I I always find this quite strange. You know when something is on a on obviously a set, when they get a 
they've been all the, the sound wrong for whatever reason. They've had to go back and they've and they've dubbed him. Not that the dub is the wrong, is it right word? But they've, they've done you, he's had to record it again in the yeah, he's had to do another track, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it was just clearly more obvious than anyone else in the movie. The only way I can excuse it is if is if the film spoiled, as if the soundtrack spoiled somehow, so they had to redo it. But then you're never going to know about that, really, are you? So, uh, another uh, I, on, my problem with my problem with Mr. Body, right? I'm not saying this leaving's a bad actor, but he's not charismatic as Mr. Body. You get the impression that he's trying to play a villain. But just, yeah, yeah. But trying a little... play, he's trying to play moody, mysterious. But yeah, in yeah. this film, it doesn't work. And also, it's it's. I don't. I don't want to like talk ill of someone who's that's his profession or potentially one of his professions. I just didn't find it convincing. It was like me or you trying to be in this film and trying to be all trying to yeah, <laughs> trying to be all mysterious and moody. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't buy it. Yeah. So. You know the the guy who comes in and he uses the telephone, the motorist who's broken down. Yeah, yeah. How long is he on the phone for? He gets locked in a room, and he he's on the phone for like ten minutes. Well, the only thing I would say is it's nineteen fifty four, so he might have taken five minutes trying to get through to someone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I speak to New York? Yeah, switchboards are terrible yeah. back then, probably. No, number one. New number York. one, yeah. And then it rings, and it's like one phone for the entire street, and they've got to go and get the person. <laughs> what have you got, Ev? Um, I, I <laughs> it's a perfect film. You haven't got anything. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's cinematic gold. I don't have anything. Um, stick to your no, guns, Ev. Come uh, on. No, so, use a point. I don't think you answered this. When's the last time yeah. you saw it? What before this before week? To, yeah. Um, yeah. Got to be about fifteen years ah, ago. Right. I was just wondering if it, if it was one of those films you you know we I'm, all have watch them, every those, week. Yeah, you got to watch them maybe every year or a couple of years or whatever. No, it's... sorry, but go on. No, no, go on, go on. I was going to say, well, there's always a film that like you stick on because it's a safe watch because you know where you are with it, isn't it? Like I'll say a film now that I I've watched loads and I don't think it's an amazing film, but I really enjoy it. And that's Moneyball. For some for some reason, if I'm stuck for something to watch and that's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, we've all got our go go to films. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it it's more the nostalgic element for me for this, and um, but I think it's yeah, as a, as a murder mystery story, probably right. It's it, it, it it's not great by any by any stretch. But, but you 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 think now, right? The film's 19... If you take out the other two endings and you just have the ending that you prefer, so let's say it's a 90-minute film, okay? There's 25 to 30 minutes before Mr. Body dies. Then there's like 10, 15 minutes at the end where Tim Curry is explaining everything and they find out who the killer is. You've got 45 minutes between the death and... Tim Curry find out the killer is. Is that enough time to have a good murder mystery? Poss- poss- well, possibly not. I don't think you'd, you'd want at least an hour, wouldn't you? But then, but then I think like the but not much happens anyway. No, one. that's my point. No, yeah. yeah, and I mean like like the the whole search in the house thing. I think is a bit 
I said that's my point. I don't even think I made that point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Going on the searching of the house, again, they're just trying to be true to the board game, aren't they? They, 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 They've gone, right, we've got this board game, right? What do you do in this board game? How is the board laid out? And they've tried to incorporate as much of that as possible. So idiots like me go, that's in the board game. Oh, look, it's a candlestick. Or or the the secret passages are a perfect example. The secret passages that they use mirror exactly what room goes into what room. Yeah, exactly. And and, and even and even like if you if you think about the way that the house is actually is sort of you know decked out as it were, it is like the like the board game. You go into the hallway and you've got obviously the three rooms either side side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and and that's interesting as well because you'll notice. I think I'm right in this. No murders take place other than on that first floor, on the you know the ground floor. Yeah. No murders yeah. upstairs. I'm right in that. Am I? No, there's nothing upstairs. No, no. So they all happen in the rooms that are in the board game. And then, but I, the... I hated the introduction of the weapons. Yeah. I mm. thought that was so hammy. I completely forgotten how the weapons were introduced. Where they get a letter and they get given their own weapon. I was like, oh, that's poor. That's so poor. Yeah. You could you, you could have just had those weapon. items lying around somewhere, like I... someone found a gun in a drawer. Or hmm. someone happened to know where the gun was when some, the murder was off, and then it's a case of how did you know it was there, or that's who the murderer was if it was the gun, that type of stuff. I just think, and the candlestick sitting there, someone knocks it over by accident, that's how you know the candlestick is there if someone gets murdered, that type of thing. I just think the handing out of the weaponry, it was just lazy. I thought. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing on on that, if you're going off the board game. Every the all the cars that they arrived arrived in were the colours that represent them in the board game. Really? So Colonel Mustard came in a yellow Cadillac. Miss White drives a black and white MG convertible. Miss Peacock drives a blue sedan. So on and so forth. I'm not going to go through them all. Which mm-hmm. I quite like that little touch, but I didn't notice it until yeah. these you new know, notes and trivia that I got later. Um. A couple of things then before we wrap up. Is it actually has anyone got any more changes? No, I was going to say it was just an observation. Why and murder mysteries? Why is it always raining outside? It's always raining and dark, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's oppressive. But the um, the the biggest issue I have with this film is how comes Susan Sarandon's boobs don't pop out of that dress? Oh, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Or Colleen Camp, you'll think of. No, 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 no. Are you on about Miss Scarlet, Leslie Ann Warren? No, that's who's no. random, isn't it? No, it's not. Colleen Camp, she was no, in... No, Colleen Camp oh, no, is I, a vet. He, he, yeah. I'm on about Miss Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Leslie Ann Warren, please, Miss Scarlet. I know exactly what you mean, but it looks like Susan Sarandon. I went through that yeah. entire movie. It was like, and then for when you said that, I thought, have I got her name wrong? But it's so it's a totally different actress, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, this film's gone down in my estimation as regards to his casting, because I was thinking, oh. oh, well done for getting her. Oh, I've got to say, I think Leslie Ann Warren's a very attractive woman. If, do you know if Adam was here right now, he'd be like, um, oh, look, look at you, 
going going for the older lady again. <laughs> what film did we watch? And you and we were talking about that. Oh, I can't remember. We did a film. Wasn't it Hellraiser? No, it may have been when we all got together and whatever. Oh, we were talking about Sarah Green on um, <laughs> Ghostwatch. <laughs> yeah. And we showed a picture of her modern day, and she's in her 60s, and we, I, we said something along the lines of, oh, you know, isn't she still really attractive? And he was like, oh, look at you, she's got a granny <laughs> neck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know what? Leslie Ann Warren, I was... Certain that that was um, Susan. I get, I but I completely understand where you're coming from. She does have a bit of the Susan Sarandon about her, and I think right, Susan Sarandon took over Leslie Ann Warren's career. Well, same person. Maybe maybe she just. Well, I don't. Well, I'm I I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that I got it so wrong, but. Uh... Has, has it gone down a mark now? Yeah, a little bit. But you can't still... do that, man. <laughs> no. You can't do it just because you think you got the, the actress mixed up. Um, but it doesn't um, change the fact that how the hell did a boob stay in that dress? I'm sure it was getting lower and lower as the film was going on. Well, and to what Ed was saying as well, Colleen Camp as well as a vet. <laughs> oh. oh, they didn't pop out at some point. Uh, uh, I won't say any more on that. But right, a couple of facts. Tim Curry was at least third choice for Wadsworth. Leonard Ooh. Rossiter was before him, and Ron Atkinson. No, oh, no, I'm not having either of those. I like um Rowan Atkinson, but um, yeah, I um Tim Curry all all the way. Yeah, completely. Um. I don't think oh, I got... you know, apparently there's another one here for Miss Scarlett, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, well, Carrie Fisher, I, I, I know a little bit about this. Carrie Fisher, I don't think, hadn't long finished um, Return of the Jedi. I think I'm right in this. And I think she went into rehab not long yeah, after. Yeah, she did. She did go into rehab. So um, that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, right to the time um, Return of the Jedi would have come out, she would have been proper sort of sex symbol at the time, wouldn't she? With the, the gold bikini scene and everything. Yeah. Um, budget was 15 million. It returned in the box office 14.6. So didn't even wipe his face. Can I ask you something? Did you, did you when I first watched this and before I looked it up, uh, after I rewatched it, I always assumed this was like a Mel Brooks type of film. Yeah, I can see that. There was there, there was quite a quite a famous producers on, on this, I think. Deborah oh, Hill was one of them, wasn't she from um, Halloween? Yeah, Halloween. John, La- John Landis wrote it. Right, yeah, he helped write it with um, Jonathan yeah. Lynn, didn't he? Um, yeah, and that's it. I haven't got any more facts, guys. Normally, I I got quite a few, but I I I, I gave up. There's so many characters. I was going to say like, <laughs> oh, did you know that so and so was going to play Professor Plum, and I couldn't be bothered to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I, I, one other fact for you. Jonathan Lynn actually co-wrote one of my all-time favourite sitcoms. Oh, can I guess this? Go on. Sitcoms. American, I'm assuming? Oh, it's British. Oh, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> what was and it? Uh, the, the Man of Bourne. No, no. It's uh, Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister. Uh, I, I, I didn't really. 
But Absol- he- absolute genius writing in that. Is he British then, Jonathan Lynn? Yeah. Uh, right, come on then. Last question. We always ask it. Would you recommend Frog? Sorry, but no. Ev? No, I'm not sorry, but still no. <laughs> um. Yeah, go on. Oh, I thought you. I thought you oh, Sweden, bro. Well done, Ed. <laughs> Stick to your guns, man. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like the government. I don't U turn. I don't U turn for no one. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to our previous podcast, I think they'll. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, easily straight. Um, I don't know what I'd recommend. I think yes. at least watch it. At least watch it once, and then. You can you know make your own opinion on it, but I I got enjoyment out of it, and I'd hope that other people would as well. Right, podcasts come out every Wednesday. Check out our social media. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and all that malarkey. And we'll see you next time. Cheers, all.